uh, we do have some important news. We do have a act. We have actually have a an advertiser for the podcast this week. So that's why I guess we're getting a few more hits. Uh, the uh, the company's called disingenuousness.com, and it's run by a wonderful individual. Uh, basically, he wanted us to read some information for you, so we're going to go down the list. Because Basically, he says, I don't know who needs to hear this. Take that chance. Stop thinking about it. You did enough thinking. Just do it. If it don't work out, tell stories about what you tried to others scared to take a chance or hesitating and they will pass it on some will fucking rock the pillars of reality some won't but we will all be able to say we tried and share those stories those are the best stories and that's how we give momentum to inspiration and every time we hear someone say i can't do that we say you better Ah, better (laughs) you motherfucking can Disingenuous.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Podcast Cosmic, episode 15. We are back and better than ever. Uh, I'm Vlado Cosmic with my fellow co-hosts. Everybody go around the horn. Got some flamethrower today. <laughs> Damn it. The jaded hat. Arton, the amazing. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Great. What? You want people to absorb this greatness, this cosmic power. This lusciousness of infinitum. Considering how dark you look, you look like a dying star. Well, anyway, welcome back, everybody. Like and subscribe. Follow us down below. This week, we're going to be talking about Moon Knight Episode 5. We only have one more episode left. We will be talking about Ozark Season 4 Part 2, which is the end of the series. We've all caught up, right, gentlemen? We will talk about CinemaCon and some of the news that came out what? of CinemaCon. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll spoon feed it to you like a baby, do- baby dog, you know? Baby bird. Baby bird, right? With a fucking dropper. <laughs> Give him a dropper. We will, unfortunately, uh, remember uh, the late, great uh, Neil Adams. And lastly, we will uh, touch upon doctor strange 2 which is coming out this week and everybody hopefully got their tickets and is ready to go we do want to hear from Artie since last week Artie had a journey to actually get his tickets and we will hear about that but before we go any further let's start forget it let's just jump right in moon Knight episode five what do we got to say about it who wants to take their turns on this one Somebody no, but, did last week. Uh, blah, blah. Like you passed the ball and everybody freaking dropped it. Yeah, go ahead, man. So I'll edit this. <laughs> I, I think this might be, it might have been um, um, my favorite episode. Of course it was. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed it. There was something that I had a hard time with, um, but I liked learning a little bit more about this version of Moon Knight's past. Um, really finding out this kind of deep thing that Mark had to hide to protect himself really from as a child. I mean, there's, there's a lot of emotional stuff and impact, I think, going into this episode or throughout this episode. 
with his brother, with the family, including his father, uh, with his two personalities. You know, coming out of this, does he have a third personality? Or is the third personality both of them together? Because really what I got out of it was he was really saving himself from abuse from the mother. And that mm -hmm. was really what he was trying to do there. And then you have the stuff with Kanchu and Kanchu, I think, exploiting that yeah. to some degree. And then you have some of the incident uh, between Mark and um, Layla's father in the archaeological dig, mm -hmm. which I think is, if they don't do another season, it would be a shame because I think that's stuff that they really, really have to cover. You well, they do mention, mention Bushmaster, right? Right. That's what I mean. They got to, they got to, to me, that's an important element that just can't be left out there, right? If this guy exists and he's running around the Marvel Cinematic Universe somewhere, to me, it makes only sense that you got to do a second series, even if it's six episodes or four episodes, just to deal and close that story arc. Because I don't think that's going to get, you know, it ends next episode. My understanding from some of the news I saw online, and maybe I'm just imagining this. You are imagining it. As, weren't they saying they're not doing a second series? Is that Everything is up in the air, and I think it's very similar to what happened with Loki, because we didn't know what was going to happen with Loki. And then at the end of Loki, you get a Loki, you know, there will be a Loki, you know, you'll, Loki's coming back. So I have a feeling Moon Knight, if I was a betting man, I'd think that Moon Knight's coming back. Uh, so really, when I first watched the episode, I'm like, what are they doing here? Why are they really doing this? Do we need this background? Do we need a whole episode of him, um, of that revelation? I don't know if everybody's seen it, but I'm assuming we're going to be a spoiler. This is going to be anybody watching who hasn't seen the episode, drop out now. I think we're going to talk about spoilers. They already dropped. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any viewers anyway. Um, you know... He's blamed for the death of his brother, right? And that takes a toll on the family. I think the woman who plays the mother does a fantastic job. You know, really, she has 15 minutes of, of screen time, you know, in the episode, or if that at all. Right. And you really feel her emotional baggage because of this. And then you also feel how she's taking it out on him, you know, on Mark. And, you know, Mark is just a kid trying to understand all this. You know, he's being sent to his room. He's being yelled at. He's not being allowed to celebrate his birthdays. The father's trying to be understanding and emotionally hold the, the family together. But the mother's going deeper and deeper and deeper off the rails. And, you know, finally, you get this really, to me, a really impactful scene. I don't know, Disney Dark, you know? Yeah, it was. I, I mean, see this on, on Disney, you know? Where this, was, this has been the darkest, this is the darkest uh, show but on you Disney. You see that transition where Mark has to protect himself, protect right. the boy. And he creates it out of, you know, you know. Right. And he creates the, the personality. From the imagination. From, from what is so Mom, you see him cleaning up. Mom, you see him. And she's coming in, belt in hand, and she's going to. It's actually painful. It really is kind it of is. painful to watch. It, it is, but I think after that, he disassociates himself from the family, right? But then he comes back, right? Doesn't realize his mom is dead. I mean, all this stuff. No, he happen. does realize. No, no, no. no. Oh, Stephen doesn't realize. Yeah, it that's because what I mean. Stephen. Stephen doesn't realize. Right. And that's a big part, too. That, to me, is no, no. It's just really great acting. There's yeah, really I mean, Oscar Isaac is killing it. There's no yeah. question about it. He, and my whole thing is you, you bunch this into this, I know, I guess, 45 to an hour long episode, right? You don't really get much else. You get the little part with um, 
the archaeological dig in Khonshu as well, right? But you really don't get anything else about the story, what, right? Yeah. It's really about closing this gap on what happened, what the personalities are, and why. And it was really fantastic in that regard. My bigger problem with my bigger problem with the show in general, it's not a problem, but it's I just feel like you have a lot of story to tell and you're running out of episodes. See, I'd kind of disagree with that because there isn't that much to do. I don't think there's what? I think George said this before. They just have to stop Harrow. That's really That's really it. That's really it. Remember this Well, Steven still Steven Steven, we don't know what's gonna happen to Steven. He doesn't need Steven. Steven the Steven personality took over once he Walked away from his mother's shiva. Okay, and that's the, those are yeah. It's it's, um, it's funny you should bring that up again. There's what I did really enjoy about the episode was sort of, especially for somebody who's read the comics. Let's say is they do mention Bushmaster. They give you sort of a passing origin story of of Mark at the archaeological dig. You do you know they do touch upon his a Jewish heritage, even not overtly, but kind of you know as a matter of factly here it is. This is what's ha- you know. And uh, I like all that stuff. The thing about Jake, let's talk about that for a second. Back to if that. It's like Jake. if there really is a Jake, because there's still the question of who was in the third sarcophagus, right? Well, yeah, right. And I don't know if. And then there's that. There's there's chatter that potentially in the asylum when he comes out of his hallucinatory state, there's one person who when he picks up the knife to go attack Harrow, is that Jake? Because he's all Both bloody. He's all bloodied. Yeah. He's all bloodied. Right. So, so is that is that Jake? I, so I was discussing this with some a friend at work. Shout out to Roger because he listens to the podcast. Hey, Roger. And we, we kind of thinking that the third sarcophagus might be the Moon Knight persona. That's a good. That's a good point. Because you know, like when he's walking through his memories and he sees Moon Knight just like pounding the shit out of that 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 you know werewolf thing. Basically, that's his, that's been his most violent persona, right? So, is that Moon Knight? You know, because you know it's because is it going to be too late to show Jake? I don't, you know, I feel that that's my question. Or, the, or are they going to leave Jake as a dangling like cliffhanger for the next season? I because mean, there is that question: who who did who who asked out the girl in the first episode? Right? right. We had that. We had, we we've been. There's that. There's the violent. Who killed the Egyptian dudes? Um, right. So there's all these questions out there. Um, like I said, if I was a betting man, I I can't believe that they're not going to have a second se- a second season or some sort of follow up. I do know that this episode coming up, uh, rumor has it, is only 42 minutes long. It's the shortest episode oh, of. Wow. It's the shortest episode of all the episodes in the six se- six six weeks, which is I can't believe it's it's been six weeks already. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Uh, Another thing I would expect, and maybe I'm completely wrong here. Yeah. First of all, that's that's kind of weirding me out because I'm thinking she's making an hour. I want to see as much as Moon Knight. Well, that's why I'm saying I just don't feel like they're going to be they're, they're running out of time. But the one thing that I haven't seen, I, I think we may have touched this in, in another episode, is I would expect to see a fit into the larger Marvel universe. Like, you might, I, I don't think we will, to be honest with you. I don't think we will. It's just he exists. I don't think it need, does it need to Does it really need some kind of connection to it? I mean, he had the books on Asgard and Wakanda. You know, it, it doesn't, I don't think it needs to have an overt connection. It's not being, it's not tying into some greater storyline right now. Right. 
and they'll probably need something. Really need something. Scene or anything either. I wonder. I don't. Well, there could be. A, I I think they'll probably be. There's. I I, I would be very. I can't believe there won't be some sort of a, you know, there was, you remember Hawkeye even had like a, a mid credit scene at the end. So yeah. I think there'll be something here. I think, uh, didn't, wasn't there a new, like sort of uh chatter a few weeks back that there was a Rama Tut, uh, reference on the back of the jacket, on the back of the jacket. Of the back of the jacket. Yeah. So that there's, that's sort of your, your Kang reference. Uh, I don't know if they're going to give any more. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, just a quick sidebar. You guys, uh, I don't know, it's not CinemaCon news, but you guys heard about the the changing of the dates for Ant Man and, 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 and uh, Marvels. They flipped it. Ant Man's coming first, and the only and there's nothing nefarious about it. It's just it's just that Ant Man's being is further down production, meaning it'll be done sooner than than Miss Miss Marvel, so, uh, the Marvels or whatever it's called. Um, get these movies out, please. I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. Mm -hmm. Okay. You understand that, Doctor? You like Frank Tyrone Biggins? You gonna suck? You gonna suck Marvel's dick for some more? Or what? <laughs> anyway, I, I'm wait. Really, I, I really enjoyed this episode. You know, I watched it twice. The first time, I was kind of like, "Did I like this?" Yeah, because you did say it was meandering the first time we talked about it. Yeah, you did. And then I watched it again, and I was like, all right, I get it. It's, there's really a lot of... You know, I mean, obviously, Harrow... I mean, they are not showing you that Harrow actually found Amit, right? Because no, by you're seeing they, it the from... They implied it, though. Yeah, it's like... What the Thanos did, fucking even scarier when you think about it. Well, it's like, you just see bodies, like, come dropping down. Um, I like... There was a lot of... Fun Easter eggs and callbacks to previous episodes, like you know, like the the, the picture of the one finned fish from that his brother drew that was framed in the wall. Um, the one thing I thought was funny was um, in the first episode when Stephen was in the museum and he was talking to that little girl. She goes, "Did it suck getting rejected in the field of reeds?" And he goes, right. "Well, no." Oh wow! Dead. Wow. And that's then, a great call, George. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. So it's it's kind of funny. Then that's exactly what happens to him. That was actually pretty powerful. I got to say that was, you know, watching him like kind of you know, kind of man up and like cricket everybody out off the boat. And then next thing you know, he kind of goes over. That was that was a big one. I think, you know, something like, you know, we we're talking about Disney Dark and stuff. But like, I think the emotional impact of this episode was really really powerful yeah you know like like you didn't even need to see the mother do anything with the belt just seeing it you yeah. know it was just like you know frightening enough i think um it, it was you know i I'm, i've been enjoying it it's like it's basically the um oscar isaac show yep but, you know it's his tour de force keith any any thoughts um, I have to echo everyone that uh, I've been enjoying it. This was a fun episode. I liked a lot of backstory. You know, even though it didn't have a lot of action, it uh, it just had a lot of, it just felt meaty. It had a lot of stuff to it. Uh, a lot of little things here and there. Uh, like we had talked about earlier, um, has Contra been in his life, you know, since he was young, you know, grooming him for right. Right, the, the crushed Kanji uh, 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 skull, a bird by the bird, by, by the cave, yeah, yeah. So you know, you're wondering like, if there's a connection to that, uh, you know. So good stuff all around. Uh, very enjoyable. It's been an enjoyable series. I just hope that, like you said, knowing that it's a short episode, it's like I just hope 
that it's going to lead to something else. I'm worried. I'm worried that stuff is going to get rushed. Right. It would be nice to know that they just or they're just setting it up for another season. You know that I think would be really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really I, good. Again, I don't know what needs to be done. All it needs is for him for Kanchu to get freed, him to get his powers back, and stop Harrow. Isn't Not. it just? Isn't it only? But but remember, like was in the previous episode where they showed at the beginning that a lot of the gods were being sort of converted. Oh, yeah, and we don't even know what kind of gods there were in there. Were they entirely Egyptian? If that's the, another question, right. um, <clears throat> which ties into you know the possibility of what what else is going on over there, mm-hmm. and do other you know mythologies have avatars on this planet or just the Egyptian gods? Right. So, it, it's it's you know and it kind of ties into what's going to be going on in with Thor essentially because you know yeah Thor coming in no wasn't Thor originally an avatar wasn't Donald Blake like his avatar yeah it actually would be going to be kind of cool if all of a sudden Gore shows up at the end of this and takes out all the Egyptian gods <laughs> well, Hercules comes and saves the day because we need a Greek god in here to do the that's why you were away last last year for a few weeks right you were filming scenes for Marvel no I was um. I don't, don't tell anybody. Were you in a mocap suit? No, so they no. could make you bigger? Vlad. He was filling me out for flight, Vlad. Yeah, Vlad, shut up and don't. George, you're not supposed <laughs> to let that out. No Kevin Feige's going to kill you because you, you broke your NDA. Seriously. Now I broke my NDA. Now they're probably not going to release the movie. And now who else can they get to play Puck? <laughs> Are you, sure, are you sure it's not a movie? In, in, it's, isn't it a miniseries? That's a miniseries. Oh. 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 Oh, oh, oh. It's an animated short. I'm not going to put this act on the road. <laughs> yeah, roll away. Roll away. Before we go on, away from this, I do think that, George, I would like to see them at least settle, like do another series of Moon Knight to settle the Bush Master story. All right, so I'm going to ask a question here. Does it need to be settled? I don't think it needs to be settled. I think knowing he's out there, he can come back in the in, in the present, you know, and they if they want to, they could do. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it needs to be settled anytime soon, you know. Right. But to George's well, point, back to... Lines, definitely, definitely not. And then the but... second thing I was going to say was, out of the whole episode, I thought the weakest part was the part on the boat. Even yeah, when... you, you mentioned that. You weren't crazy about the boat. I was like, you have so many... Only like five dead zombie things jump on the boat to stop them. Millions of people have died and fallen into but that. But the thing is, yeah. those, those are ones that were trying to get Mark because of he's the one that put them there. That's right. Why. Right. You know, you, you're not going to have like every fucking person that died going after Mark for no reason. Those, these were more like personal. Mm. So. Then they should have been his mom or something then. You'd be freaking out, Artie. You'd be freaking out if it was a story about Mark Spector on the toilet for five episodes. You'd be like watching it (laughs) intently. Hey, as long as the toilet paper was white. (laughs) Anything else before we jump off to the next topic? Oh, no. Really great stuff. Again, Marvel's doing no wrong. Looking forward to this week. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I guess we'll switch gears and we'll talk about Ozark. Uh, Ozark finished. Most of us binge this the shit out of this show over the last few out, few days, mm-hmm. so the series is over. Uh, it went out with a bang, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Anybody want to take a, f- a first shot at this? I was spoiling Keith? it. Yeah, we're spoiling it. Yeah. Um, 
How did oh, I'm curious about how you felt because I know you you were kind of rooting for Ruth to fit to finish the uh, the show off as a uh, as a winner. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Uh, oh, full spoilers ahead. When she had the dream at the beginning of the episode where she saw all the Langmores, I was like, oh, she's dead. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, without giving to, going way too diff, we'll let everybody else kind of say this. Uh, at the end of the day. What I've felt about the show was it wasn't the strongest the strongest end of a season, but overall the story I understand what they're trying to convey, which is basically at the end of the day, you have this, you have the birds, mm-hmm. and the birds anything they touch is corrupted, and it, it it's it's ruined. Mm-hmm. I mean even to the point of of everything that they do. I mean even obviously Ruth. You know, it's you know, it's a story of two families, the Langmores and the and the birds, and you can the Langmores are trying to come out of this, you know, whatever they're they're hillbillies, they're they're criminals, but the but the birds are just as bad, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're criminals, everything for the good, and at the end of it, evil prevails when you think about it. I mean you could root oh, for the birds. Jonah kills somebody just And it's basically the worst possible thing. You could rationalize it. Anyway. Rationalize it whichever way you want. It's basically, what? Who was it who says it? Oh God! It's They're protecting uh, the world from knowing the evil they've done. They're and the, and now it's perpetuated onto their children, right? And they, Noah's brought into this. But isn't there that one line? Where is it? Where she goes? What if? What if? Uh, what if they become a, a a little? Oh, she, Ruth says it to the father, the grandfather. What if they? What if? What if Charlotte becomes a little, a little, uh, a little Wendy, and Jonah becomes a little Marty? Marty, right? So, so, and that's what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And at yeah. the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And you feel bad, like even the fact, everything that Ruth was trying to do to get out of it, mm-hmm. and then by even bringing Rachel back into it, Rachel is now impl- implicit. So rushed that it doesn't get a chance mm-hmm. to really breathe. Here's right. The- it's it's broad strokes. I don't. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad, but it's not, it doesn't feel like it's baked you know, completely. I think what happens is they know they have to end it really quickly. What they did is two half seasons, which is the fourth season. Right. It really should have been two seasons. It should have been two seasons, right? Had a lot, enough time to breathe. I don't think so. And grow, I, and then, then, then the sec- the final season, even though they brought the sister in, should, was really about the father and the and the. Uh, well, the father was one whole story all onto itself. You're right. No, but I mean, it it that to me was the best part of the season. The father, no, really? The father, all the things that are going on out of that motel. Right, they all have to go back and circle back to deal with it, whether Jonah's doing or Noah's deal, dealing with it, whether he's corrupting the children, whether she doesn't know what to do, so she's trying to do everything. She's trying to outright go and 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 blackmail him. She's trying to um, buy him. I do have a question for you. Oh, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. So uh, I do have a theory about the car crash. Hmm. Okay, because that was that was a MacGuffin. I mean, again, no, it wasn't a MacGuffin, and I'll tell you why it wasn't a MacGuffin. Because it's the moment where they become, where they realize their family is more important than anything else. That they're alive. I took that. That was at least I'm a softy. Why we needed that? Like why we needed it is at the end of the day they realize they have to stick together completely. The kids are back in the fold. The kids are back in the fold. Everybody's together because at the end of the day. Ruth is sacrificed. Think about it. Ruth is sacrificed in such a... Yeah, it just shows shows that the, they're bulletproof, the family. They're bulletproof. And, and then it's, it's, it's... 
And even in the last episode, when you think about it, the way it's structured, and I'm not saying it's perfect, it's not like this masterstroke of everything, but Marty has a goodbye scene with 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 uh, Ruth, which mm-hmm. is really, it's 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 quietly powerful. And even Wendy's scene with her in the in the asylum, not the asylum, in the you know the asylum, right, is actually is actually well done because they kind of mutually begrudgingly respect each other at the end of that. So. When you're looking at it from, so if you've watched a lot of television, you've watched all this, you realize, all right, yeah, she's probably on her way out. And it was interesting, even like she figured it out that she was going to go because the minute she saw the Escalade, it's like, shouldn't she just turned and run? She No, but she actually said, you know, this is what this is. You know, she knew. Yeah. I... But I'm not saying it's perfect. I think it was. It's definitely not. I thought it was a lot of like really dumb moments that happened just to create tension you know and did it need a did it need two seasons i don't think so i just think that the writing for this one season was just helter skelter all over the map and it didn't settle on one or like a couple of threads they tried to intertwine like so many branches that it became convoluted you know the whole thing with uh, what's her face rachel coming back was just like out of the blue it was surprising to me i'm like oh she's back let's see where this goes but then, right? became, but then you know her antagonism towards marty was just weird because he's the one that paid for her to get away and right. rehab but, and she just came back in a shit you know in a shitty uh, out to get him and that just felt like they just needed that because they needed this to happen and they needed this to happen so it just felt like a, they just threw a lot of balls up in the air and then they just tried to like catch them all in some really weird and probable way. Yeah, and the acting was great. Like Julia yeah, Garner, great. Julia Garner, yeah. Julia Garner was great and she's going to get another Emmy for that because she's she but you know, it's just like Marty loses the you know, the casino which he knows is the prime thing for money laundering so he doesn't have controlling interests so someone can just easily have done that. It was weird. The the you know, the Shaw the Shaw lady, you know, flip-flopping between the birds, then to Ruth, and then back to the birds again was just like, again. I gotta also yeah, say- that's what I meant about it, needing time to breathe, the stuff between Javi and then with the sister, is because it's really the same dynamic. It's just somebody else doing the same thing to the Martys. But there's, there's others, yeah. The there's always the threat that, oh, we're gonna, she's gonna, she or he is gonna find out what they're doing and then she or he will kill them. That is the same threat. So, so, so characters to do that. So at yeah. the end of it, now with the FBI involved, everything is legitimized, right? Theoretically, be basically they're pr- protected now. Here's the other stuff that to me felt really half baked. All the political stuff, you know, with 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 the senators and all that stuff going on about the ballot boxes yeah. and all these things, and all of a sudden now they went from having no donors to having donors, and then everything turned around literally within a week's time. That yeah. goes back to what George was saying, right? Which I felt like, which I felt like, where are you going with work. this? So you're basically saying everything is put into place, everything is put into place, and then it just felt like again, I, I don't know, I just feel like I need a little bit more room. In, you know, not room. The other stuff was better to me. The, the other elements of the story were better than me. Like, I mean, they, it could have, they could have trimmed it and, you know, gotten rid of certain story beats just to kind of focus on other important matters. You could have done a lot with, you know, Javi being murdered and gone. Uh, yeah. That. I also felt the Javi murder, you know, here's the thing. You have a whole episode where she, where she, um, it sort of set up tension. 
set up tension. And then, you know, you think like, you know, she has, the, she has the meeting with the rapper, you know, she sees the chance and then that whole thing sort of like, I mean, that, what was that about? What was that about? So I was thinking, is it about her realizing, you know, it, it was it her realizing that maybe she should, uh, she should flip it. You see, I actually middle of the way through the series, I thought was was going to end up happening was Navarro was going to get taken out or his sister was going to get taken out and Navarro was going to get taken out and Marty was going to end up r- working for the FBI running the cartel cartel down in Mexico. That was what I thought they were going for at one point. But here's another thing that now that you, you know Navarro's sister the fact like the fact that they were surprised that she did what she yeah. did at the end she tried to kill her her brother in prison. Why is like the, like the fact that she kind of double crossed them? And they were just like, whoa, whoa, where'd that come from? It was just like, and you knew, and you knew it was coming from the Shaw woman because like Helen was completely fucking her over every chance she could get, and the, yeah. of course the Shaw woman was going to pull it out and that just was do. A good scene to me, so to me. But it was rushed. All of a sudden, it's like you 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 yeah. know you're you're work running towards this this gala, and then all of a sudden everything just no, it is unravels. Mm-hmm. I felt it's just the like. Birth- and the last episode were, were really rushed and everything in between to me was much better. So here's a, here's one question though. And I, 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 well, actually I'll wait, I'll save it towards the end before we go on to the next one, but I, I have a, a thought that I want to throw out there. But. Well, I want to throw, I want to ask Keith, like now that you asked me, we went off on a tangent for 15 minutes. What do you, what, what was your take? Was it great? No, I mean, but it was. It, they they wrapped it up all right, but again, you know, like everyone is saying, it felt rushed. It felt like they they made things happen that were like just weird. I mean, I guess a lot of it you could call it, it was emotional. Like you know, Ruth should never have shot Javi, at least not right away. You know, you know, again, it showed her like rushed to to, to want to get revenge. Uh, because if she had like waited, like they said, three months, they probably could have had things in place where they could have made it easy for her to do it. But by that point, she probably cooled off. Maybe, I don't know. So it's a lot of stuff that, but yeah, it, it was drama. Um, I mean, there were a lot of things that just happened, like everything happened very quickly and very just kind of like, let's just get it, get to that point. Uh, the father stuff, I mean, I guess it was, it was good. I mean, you know, the Ruth scene happened. was good. The Ruth scene, Ruth scene, the confrontation scene was good. Yeah. So I mean, you kind of, she kind of understood Wendy, like why she was like she was. Uh, you're right, Vlad. The scene with with her, they're connecting about her brother and like how she shouldn't have taken him out. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff there that was that was really good. But again, at the end, it just kind of felt like all right. I mean, again, I I don't mind the end so much because. That detective was, uh, he was, the PI was annoying. Yeah. Even um, though he was good at his job. Was, really was, good at his job. He wasn't I that mean, good, no, though. He was good at his job because the story required yeah, it. Yeah, because he wasn't that yeah. good. He broke into their house and then was in their backyard. So, first of all, the fact that, that Jonah shoots him, they could get away with that scot-free. Well, of course they will. But because that's the other, there's there's a couple of loose ends out there. Okay, let's 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 there's there's the scene in where I where I also knew Ruth was going to die. I thought Ruth was going to die in the, in the second to last episode when Nelson was following her and she goes into the police station and confesses to the cop, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought now that she's got a clean conscience, she's going to die. I did not expect that was pretty riveting the whole thing with Rachel about like just get the gun, go to this, go to go, you know, that was but again, it's another thing. Okay, we just took out a character. Mm-hmm. That's but, and I Nelson was kind of I'm sorry to jump in, but like Nelson was kind of very good at his job. 
and then he decided to walk in front of a truck with the, with the lights on. on and the headlights. And here's the thing. I was expecting a little bit more character development from Nelson, just a little bit. Like you have that whole flashback with Ben yeah. where Ben's handling it like a man. He's talking to him. He's telling, tell Wendy, please tell her all these things. And nothing comes out. What, you know, Nelson is completely sort of like that. And like stone faced. The last thing I do want to say again to my original point about how the birds corrupt and use everybody, even fucking Navarro, when you think about it, Navarro still was trusting them all the way up until the end. He gave him, you know, Navarro, you could say he was honorable, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. to some extent, about telling his sister he figured it out. Like, he was just as smart as his sister, if not even smarter about, like, realizing that she was she was coming to say goodbye. That's when he realized it. Mm -hmm. Even, like, it's everything falls ass backwards for them. Like, Nelson being killed by Ruth Ruth uh, telling Rachel to do it, he thinks it's it's the sister mm -hmm. <laughs> because setting getting ready for this thing. Mm -hmm. But even the fact that he gave them the number mm -hmm. to the guy so that he could get kill his sister... It still is sort of one of those things where you're like, they still, you know, they, they're, they're, they're playing God. They're making yeah, these decisions. Marty is doing it for his reasons. Right. Wendy is doing it for her reasons. But here's what I really enjoyed when, when I talked about the middle. There were things that I enjoyed that are almost, um, I don't know, tangential to the main story, like the stuff with um, the father's girlfriend who's like the preacher and she catches on with the guy who used to work at the club. And did you care about that? I, I thought it was all interesting, interesting dialogue. And then you had Wendy multiple times with the father, interesting interactions. Uh, the interactions between them were the same. No, no, they weren't the same. It was they always the same. same. It was her like talking to him and no, he's like, you're a whore. Because then you had the interaction where she's begging him, right? On the That's step. the Emmy moment. Everybody I, says that's I the Emmy moment. Pretty powerful moment. And then you have her walking up to him at the end with the fuck you kind of like statement. To me, that was kind of interesting. And then you have other things that needed a little more time to breathe and understand how that dynamic was helping the overall story. All right. So before we jump, before we jump, okay, were you expect, what were we going to say? Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Were you going to say something else? I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, mean to cut I was you. Gonna say, then you have the relationship between the FBI agent and the PI agent the PI guy, which I thought was kind of interesting, even though they didn't really dwell on it too long. It's like, why have these two or three scenes that are really like a minute and a half long in there if you're not going to flesh it out? All right, here's... You, go ahead. Then he leaves, right? He, he takes the deal that he gives him so she could keep the, keep the kids, right? She takes the deal. And then on a lamb, he comes in at the end, and, and again, this is where George goes, just to have that moment. Right, but if to, in, in, in defense of him, the last shot of him before you see him again is he's walking out of the motel, he looks over and he sees the, the cookie jar. Mm -hmm. So it sets it up. Again, it's not, it's broad. It's not the same thing. And look, I'm going to tell you something, okay? Without giving away any spoilers, you know, when you want to watch something that's actually kind of painting by numbers and putting stuff in... Breaking Bad, not Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul just had an episode. It's in its last season right now. Just had an episode last week where there's a major character that is no longer on the show. And the way that that character goes out is fucking poetry. <laughs> and it's like, and it's a character that you root for. You've been, If you're watching Better Call Saul, it's a character you really root for. 
and it's it's a it's an it's 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 a tour de force and it's done in such a way and and the tension is ratcheting up and stuff like this i'm sorry as much as i like ozark ozark does not okay. it does not hold a candle the to this stuff of uh, better call Saul. it's vince gilligan it's this it's right. it's 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 it and i'm sorry it's it's not it's it, uh, this is the thing it's what what ozark has is individual cre- incredible performances you could argue that laura linney and julia garner are amazing and and, and and jason bateman in his own way and everybody else who's in the show but really it's julia garner and and laura linney because and again i think i've said it i've said i've said it that 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 julia garner's character ruth is supposed to be like jesse pinkman to me was the one you root for and to some extent also nacho vidal on on better call saul which is another character that you have these these people that are in the business that are trying to sort of break good, trying to find a way to get out of this thing, uh, and and do better, and something else is dragging them in, you know, and that it's just sad. It's it wasn't executed the way I expected it to be. I I I, I don't think it was a failure, but I don't think it's and it's not. I think the thing is, like you said, the show got by on the performances and. The how they get how they're gonna get the hell out of this fucking you know mess, right? But the thing is, that's basically what the show became an escalating thing of oh shit, this got fucked up. How are we gonna get out of it? Yeah, right. This fucked up. How you know? And it just became like it's it's kind of a comedy onto itself. It's like you know, and then parody to the point where it felt like every episode all of a sudden was just like this got fucked up how do we fix that this got fucked he's up. bored he's bored he's he's no, he's showing no, us he's right. i think he's that's exactly right well, what's what's this thing what's what's, no, what's just, it's like two velociraptors yeah. kissing what the because fuck he wants to talk, he wants to talk about the touching moment between the the, you know, the bellboy and killer mike when he when he bought the coffee in that shop <laughs> no but George, that was a touching moment right. it was really powerfully done and it needed more time it you know it just it just got to the point where you know it was exhausting and you know it's like yeah. she decides to go into a mental institution two days before this gala that she's been you know hoping yeah, that been news. and it didn't get on the news about the sh- about her getting arrested either i mean yeah hey hey Artie, i was gonna ask you did it hit did it hit a nerve when when marty and wendy went into road rage and beat the shit out of that guy no i was just exactly did... on him when i all i thought is if you touch my wife it's on it's death it's to the death at that point I mean, that's the thing, though. The guy deserved it. I don't understand why they got okay. arrested. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. So I had a question that I wanted to ask before we move on. Sure. Would would we have felt differently about this season if it was done weekly? If the episodes were dropped every week as opposed to... Whoosh. I don't know. I don't think so, George, because I'll be honest with you. Um, it, wasn't was executed pro- it wasn't executed... Great. It wasn't executed properly. And here's a, here's, and this is where I'm going to go to about like Moon Knight again, right? Moon Knight is a weekly thing. And you know, you're, you know, the time is ticking by and you're like, wait a second. Now I'm waiting for a week and we only have one episode left. Are you sure you can get everything done? I, 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 and again, it all comes back to writing for me. And I just feel like the writing was rushed. I think there's, I, I don't know if I believe it would have been different if it was a weekly thing. I think you have enjoyed it differently if it was. Yeah. No, no, no. I, of, I think George, because 
I think having the episodes not run into like I literally watched them back to back. Yeah, I did it all Friday. I, I was I was literally like and especially blue. how I didn't like the first episode and the last episode. But if I had time to think in between the episodes, right? <laughs> and go, okay, this all happened this episode. Let me think about it. And then next See, week, I think that I, that might have that it might have been, been kind of helps the show be like oh it was okay if we had to watch it every week i think every week it would have been a nitpicky shit to the point where when we got to the finale we would have been just done i think it being binged kind of allows us to get by yeah in terms of people's reaction to it but i think if it was released like every week like a moon night or something or boba fett you would have just have time to like or severance severance is another one that i think to me, Severance built its tension over weeks. This one, I look, just think that it, yeah, you would have just ripped it apart. You see, all the meaty stuff. Cool. Really, when you think about it, like for me, the 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 um, really emotional stuff and the stuff that ratcheted up happened in the last episode. You know, the 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 car crash. I remember starting to feel uncomfortable when I saw them in the car coming back. I was like, where's this going? And I was looking at the time and there was probably still another 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I'm like, okay, so somebody makes it out of this, right? Because obviously there's so much time. And then the gala, you know, there, these, these things happen. And I felt, okay, other than that, I'm trying to think about how many moments there were. A lot of it was meandering for me. I think somebody mentioned it, not maybe not live, but mentioned the whole thing about the Chicago mob, you know, the whole relationship that Ruth had with Ruth had with the, with the son who she took care of, you know, that's all, you know, that's, where does that go? You know? And you know, like at the end of this, what, what is it? Is it just going to be the same thing going on again? Where they? Get... I think it is. I think that's the whole point of the thing. It's they've corrupted things so badly. Oh, hey, 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 first of all, they're not so corrupt that they will throw an election. Yeah, they have their principles. Come on, for yeah. real, for real. Well, no, they didn't need Democrats. Now they didn't need. But help. maybe correct me if I'm wrong. But the deal was that they're out of the drug business now, right? No, not really. No, no well, they have to the make sure laundering. things are happening. They're still considering the money. Yeah, they still have to do the they're money. Doing laundering. the money laundering thing. They still have to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought, but they're going to be able to do, be more kingmakers now and do all that they stuff. Do, they, they, basically, be. what they were doing at the end is what they're going to be doing. Yeah. But now they could do it from Chicago. The, the, the thing is, there's no resolution. It just becomes like, is it going it's, like, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's ongoing. But now they have the protection of the FBI. Now, now Rachel's going to turn into Ruth and then she's going to get shot in some fucking. Right. The fact, the fact that, and again, it's, Back to my point that everybody in their orbit ends up getting corrupted even further and and just you know well, not Maya. Maya kind of stayed out of it. <coughs> Maya? Which one was Maya again? I'm sorry. The FBI agent. Well, yeah, she loses her boyfriend or whatever. She, well, no, well, there's two ways to look at it, you know. Her career's fucked up. Her career's because... fucked up because of this. Well, no, no. it's her career was fucked up because she was too righteous. She was, she was too house. righteous, but she was also righteous because she was in with the mar- with the with the with the birds. You know, she was working with the birds. Right. So basically, anybody who comes into the orbit of the birds is going to get fucked. There's that great scene when when Marty's talking to his daughter and kind of unleashes on her about a Wendy. Yeah. And then the daughter goes, well, you can go back to the marriage therapist. Yeah, and there's that fun. moment where he pauses. 
That was good. That was good. That was really good. That was really, really good because he's like, well. <laughs> that was a good one. Wasn't there like in the beginning, there was like a deal for them to get a mute, like a new, like new, what do you call it, aliases, right? And get out of it. Right. And Wendy wouldn't take it. No, because she wanted to be the kind of you know, so, the the so I guess the biggest question is, do Marty and Wendy stay together? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they need each other. She needs him. And right. And then there's that whole issue of like, you don't realize that I think to Artie's point and very well said Artie about the whole father situation, you realize how fucked up the father made Wendy, you know, like either you love me or you hate me, you know, whatever it is, you know, that whole making her the way, you know, her father, you know, the influence of her father or the neglect of her father, the abuse of her father Mm -hmm. and what this created in her and what Marty is, you know, trying not to do in, in so many ways. I think, I mean, there are layers there. It's just feels like, yeah. Do I really want to be an apologist about it and say, oh, yeah, well, there's this and there's that? You have to shift through tectonic plates of <laughs> plot yeah. to you know, find it. It's... I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I did, did too. Don't I get me. This season, though, it, not, it didn't live up to expectation, which is a little sad and disappointing. And it knocked it down a peg for me. I was really... It's not one of the best. It's not one of the best endings. It is kind of a like a well, fuck you. This is the way we're gonna end it type of ending. Like whoa. I'm okay but now. The, I'm ready to let it go and go on to the. Yeah, next. that's that's I mean, the way I feel about it. It just it was it was this one of the best TV series of all time. It doesn't even rank in the top ten. No, but it's a solid. It's a solid show. It's a solid show. What it was, but like for me, it it doesn't have. Does it rank there with Breaking Bad? No. Oh. Does it bank rank up there with you know Sopranos or Deadwood? No. Game of Thrones. I don't know, but it shows that what it, uh, they did like about it. You know, even the like they do, they do kind of win at the end in oh. a sense. Um, right. That's and, sort of it. And they, 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 I thought there was a little bit of dialogue at the end with the, the PI, and he's like, you know, why? What makes you guys think you can win? And you know, the good guy, you know, the bad, bad people don't win. And, and they're like, since when? <laughs> you know, and he, he was like, oh, you want to be like the Co- the Coke brothers, or you want to be like this? And they are. And they are. They are. And that's exactly they, they are. And what right. they do and what they've done is probably what a lot of these kind of t- people up with in that and that when you have that type of power, power it, corrupts and you're able to do all these things and you have the money. It's better yeah. than outer range. But white people. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I, So before so let's uh let's switch gears because we got a lot more stuff to talk about. So CinemaCon was this last week. What's that? So Artie, yeah. So, you know, look anyway. it up, Artie. Basically, it's 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 the uh, it's the exhibit exhibitions of all the new movies that are going to be coming out. So we had a lot of news came out. Obviously, the DC stuff came out. There was the, two. what Morbius two, right? No Morbius two. <laughs> Venom three, close. Venom three. Uh, Morto. <laughs> Morto, with Bad Bunny. Woo boy, that's a big one. Uh, DC made their announcements. Obviously, Batman uh, 2, Pattinson and Reeves and Zoe Kravitz will be back. Uh, that's a big one. Um, no no surprise there. It's a big one. What? It's a big, that's a big one? Yeah, it's a big one. I, I'm, I'm saving the best, though. I'm saving but the best very, one for you. It's very interesting that you brought... Let's talk about Batman 2 for a second. And obviously, taking my feelings about it aside, Batman... Solid movie. You gave it a seven and a half. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people online, you know, who are who are 
we're seeing it now that it's free on HBO. Uh huh. I expected this to be better. And I'm, I'm and I'm hearing the opposite. Like and I'm hearing the opposite. I'm hearing people loving it. I have, I have somebody texting me today saying it's fucking extraordinary. Horrible. Speaking of which, Avatar 2. Oh, oh yeah. Raw. Dude, fuck that. I can't wait, man. Vlad, did you like Avatar? Fell asleep first time I saw it. <laughs> you fall asleep almost every time. I fell asleep. <laughs> with 3D glasses on. I, it's, fucking, it's fucking dances with wolves with blue people. Fuck yep. that shit. Okay. I, I mean... Does anybody care about Avatar no, other than Keith? Not it's not a memorable movie to me. No. The funny thing about it is it's completely... I mean, here's the thing. There was an article... I mean, like, you come up with an idea of, like, unobtainium. It's just fucking... <laughs> unobtainium. Here's the thing. Oh, there so was bad. a movie... There was, a, there was an article last week talking about, like, you know... Avatar is, like, like, the third biggest or fourth biggest movie of all time or whatever it is. It's, it's made so, so much money worldwide. Uh, that it's got no cultural cultural influence whatsoever. Star Wars obviously is ubiquitous. Marvel is the new Star Wars, and and you know even Harry Potter, all these. But but Avatar, nothing. Avatar was all about, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing the article right now. It's basically the experience of going to see this in 3D because yeah, it was one of the first. And 3D is gone. Achievement. It's a tech, it big fucking deal. It doesn't matter. Is it enjoy? Is it? Was was a, is a tech movie. movie. That's all it was. Right. Well, it was like a showcase for for the new tech that he was having. It wasn't, cameras it, and everything. It wasn't great looking. It was just. It was I'm nice. Like, I play Elden Ring. I'm th I feel like I'm in uh, in Avatar Land or whatever. It's just. I, look, I, I I think the movie's coming out what ten years too late, uh, and and who gives a fuck? Yeah, I, I think that's right? the problem with it. That's the big problem with it. Right, I think, I think, I, and it's not only one. He's doing how many of these movies? Again, who's a fucking charismatic black hole? <laughs> You're bringing back the villain who died in, in the first one. He's oh, they're bringing back. back. They're bringing back. What's his name? Yeah, okay, great. What's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, anyway. He was he was Ike Clanton in Tombstone. Uh, I forgot his name. But we're gonna he's see also in Conan the Barbarian with Jason Momoa, and at the Comic Con, he knocked out my brother. So you know, there's yeah. that. He knocked out your brother. He walked into Jimmy and like just shouldered him and kept walking by like he didn't like Jimmy was nobody. <laughs> Who is this, Jason Momoa or, no, or what's the guy, the the villain? What was his name? Qualtrick or whatever his I name. I like was. him though. He's he plays in. He's a Don't Breathe. He was in Don't Breathe. He was uh he yeah, was. Yeah, a bunch of things. What's his name? Vlad, look it up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, Vlad, come on. You're, you're really slow with this stuff. Is it Stephen Lang? Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah, I, I, I. So what other news? That to me, nothing exciting. No, okay. There, uh, they, the clip. What? Black Adam clip. Black Adam clip. Flash. Uh, they had, uh, they had, uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Batman. Yeah. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Are they releasing the Urza Miller Flash? Yes. They, they jump that. Next no, year. they will. No, they will. They will. Uh, uh, Elliot Page as the Flash, though. <laughs> They're gonna reshoot the whole all the flash scenes. Uh, Ghostbusters. There's gonna be a second one. Oh, I, we might have there should, there should be a Ghostbusters multiverse. That's <laughs> they, we need more Ghostbusters movies. That's exactly what we need. A thousand Ghostbusters movies. I mean, somebody will die and they'll just put them in the movie and everybody's be like, oh. <laughs> maybe they'll make another Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oops, they are. Ghostbusters movie. Why? You made money. The fucking first movie was fucking perfect. The second movie was eh.
That's all you needed. You didn't need to go re revisit that well. You didn't need to go down and drink any more water. You didn't need to see or have any closure. You didn't need anything. It's a movie from its time. It needs to be there in our nostalgia. And we fucking loved it. What we don't need is a new generation of fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> all right? Who, who get the spirits of the fathers whenever shit goes south for them. You get the spirits of the original guys to ride up in the Ecto-1. You know, because now they got the Ecto-2. They're going to make a better Ecto and they'll release some toys in a fucking Lego set. Fuck that. It's just stupid. <laughs> so how do you really feel? Aquaman 2 footage. Aquaman 2 footage. I, can't, I just can't imagine people going, you know what? We need Halloween ends. They had, a, they had a Halloween ends trailer. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not listening to the old man yell because we'll hear about that old. one. So, you know, if, and the thing was funny was like, I think in the Black Adam uh, teaser thing, some people, there was like some blowback on it because it's like Hawkman and Black Adam and Hawkman goes, heroes don't kill. And then Black Adam goes, I do. <laughs> and then people are like, well, if that's the case, every DC hero has killed everybody. So <laughs> that line doesn't mean shit. So. And there's no accountability. I mean, then they don't even get me started. And the Aquaman footage doesn't sound interesting. A robot octopus i haven't seen i i haven't Who's read anything about is it black manta black manta's in it but i yeah. think there's another villain right look i i don't want to say it i don't want to sound like a grumpy old man but you right. will gonna, but you will open-minded of us at all times no you're not all time. no. no you're not the dceu is just a fucking garbage pit it's a garbage. Game. We lost all two of our Snyderverse fans. <laughs> oh, go there with the Snyderverse. That's Thank God for that. <laughs> oh, he's got tattoos. He's a great director. Um, what the fuck? You have tattoos. What the hell does that have anything to do with it? Nobody knows that. <laughs> Nobody cares. Anyway, listen. So you got the Black Adam coming out, and I really want to like it. Can you I put really hand down? It's really, it's really disconcerting. I, I really want to enjoy it, but I'm finding I'm not going to be able to. Because of stupid shit, like that whole line that George just, that dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like, so he kills people. Bullets bounce off him, and they kill people because he's standing close, and he doesn't care. And you know what? The rest of the DCEU superheroes go, oh, that's okay. What, he's just flying around killing people and throwing helicopters to the ground? Superman like killed that. people. Yeah, Superman yeah. killed Zod. Oh, that's the other thing. Zod's going to be back, apparently, in uh, in Flash, right? That's what I heard. Michael Shannon's back. Going through the oh, yeah, because it's the DCEU. Multiverse. Movie. Oh, so they're coming to the multiverse a year after Marvel. Way to go, guys! Well, they did the right thing. They did the right thing on the TV front. They they canceled Batwoman and uh, the Legends of Tomorrow. I, I think it's Wait, really there was good. Batwoman was still on the air. Yeah, they canceled it after they canceled. Unfortunately, they canceled like Legends of Tomorrow after seven seasons on a cliffhanger, and oh. Batwoman after three seasons. It's it's like they can do so much. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no, it's just uh, now I'm just gonna go off on a tangent. It's like. Another is just an embarrassment. I know he's young and troubled or whatever. He's got a lot of issues, you know, he's beating up 80-year-old women with chairs. You know, they're young. really nice guy. They are young. Do you think maybe can I ask you a question, Artie? Do you think one of those women potentially may have passed him on the street and had a cigarette in her hand and burned him passed, inadvertently? Passed them. Well, I've never passed them. Sorry, passed them. No. Pass them. 
first of all, we don't want to get into that whole discussion because that's really your fault. It's not and, my fault. And your and George's fault vis-a-vis yeah. being there. Yeah. He, enablers. See, enablers. Like There's that. only one enabler here, and it's Keith. We're not the enablers. No, but George, <laughs> do you see that fucking face he made? That's the same face he probably made when I was walking over there to get in an altercation with Do you know what the face I made was? What the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he going? I don't want to go into that. I don't need people to hear things I'm embarrassed about. Disingenuousness.com. Disingenuous.com. You got this Black Adam movie coming out. This Black Adam. He's neither a hero or a villain. Like, he was meant... Can't you just say anti-hero? Can't you edit yourself? No, no, I cannot. (laughs) Because he's not an anti-hero. That's not what Black Adam is. He's a villain. He's a king. Right? And he's a villain. He should just be showing up and... Wait, wait, wait. He's not a villain! He's a villain! And a king! No, he is a villain. He's He's 100% a villain. He shows up and you, everybody's supposed to be like, oh shit, Black Adam's showing up. Because it's just like Superman fighting fucking Shazam. You have a guy with all this fucking power and you gotta use him in spurts. You don't go, you know what we need to do? The Rock kinda looks like him, I guess. Uh, or whatever. It's you now they're gonna graph the whole movie around him. Introduce characters like Doctor Strange, uh not Doctor Strange, Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so excited to go to the movies on Thursday. I, I mixed them up. Hey, 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 hey. Calm down for a second. Why don't you tell us about your experience about Wait, getting we're, your not, t- we're done with Comic Con or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I'm done because I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're a big fan of the DCU. You know, you no, because I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of keeping my ears. I can't hear you're yelling too much. And I think if if I if I'm trying to channel your ranting energy into something that's gonna be constructive, like our listener f- hearing about you <laughs> hearing about you buying your tickets for Doctor Strange. Yeah. I, I did it. Well, Glad you got me thinking. So you guys really... Uh, can you just answer the fucking question instead of going off on some goddamn retarded tangent? No, I wanted to talk about this. It's very important. No, answer what he asked you. That's it. Jesus Christ, George. You're so belligerent with me. All I did was but You can't do on... one simple task. What I, I did... Stay I did. on target. You're, you're the final season of Ozark. You're all over the fucking place. Stay on target. I, I ordered tickets online. Okay, can I ask you a question? How long did it take you to order the tickets? On- it took me a while. I went to one site and I almost pressed the button, but it was to a movie theater in Miami. So I didn't. I, okay. Luckily, I figured that out. I went back, found okay. the theater, picked my tickets. But he, I'm a little nervous about going to the theater on Thursday and something screwing up when I give them, like, you know, I show up with my. When I show up and I do this, and then he does this, and then it doesn't scan right, and then all of a sudden I gotta have an argument with a fucking fifteen-year-old. Print out the ticket too, I think, with the code on it. You could print out the ticket. I'm not doing that. It's not the code. It's what's gonna happen between my reality and their reality in the internet, and them telling me something like, "Well, you only bought one ticket," or "It's for a later time." Do you know that Mephisto has released gremlins specifically for you to fuck with all of your technology? Can I ask you a question? Where you bought the ticket, what's the day and the time on it? Well, I double-checked everything. I made sure. Are you sure? sure? Are you sure? For the location, 3.30, I'm going to be there. What's the day? I'm in the good place. Is it for 2024? Huh? 2024? No, no, no. I made sure of all that. I made sure of everything. It's not me, George. It's never me. It's never me. I'm telling you. 
there's going to be a story coming out of this. Watch. Oh, man. If man, I get arrested, Why would you get arrested? If I get arrested. Well, if they don't let me in. You know what's going to be? It's, are, are, wait, so wait. You mentioned something about you're, you're, you're having dinner while watching it. What's going on? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to one of those theaters where you get to sit down. And like the Alamo? And oh, my food. God. That's going to they give good. you a happy ending at the end of it, too? What? Mm. what, what? I'll be with uh, my wife. <laughs> The way you would drink and eat, God, no one's gonna hear the fucking movie. Wait, are you like in like a private booth? No, they have like like yeah, it's like that. It's like and he little... puts twenty five cents, and the screen goes. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, I got to enjoy myself with Heather Hunter. Okay, wait. So are you gonna be sitting there like going like, wait, we you gotta be, you gotta be careful because you, if you're gonna eat. If you're gonna eat, you don't want to choke on something because you get so excited during the movie. Oh! No, I'm yeah. super excited. Listen, listen. This movie is gonna be so amazing. Hmm. What, I, Black I Adam? My head is gonna explode. This is gonna be the best. Aquaman two. Aquaman two. Oh, yeah. Shazam! Two. Fury of the Gods. Oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> Madam Web. That's what you're excited about, right? El Muerto. El Muerto. Look, you guys are just listen. I like good stuff. You guys are all over the place with the crap you guys like. <laughs> Batman is the greatest movie, you know. Dread was fucking a tour de force <laughs> of fucking Carl Urban's, you know, ability to portray the character as it truly existed in the fucking. You're just one head nod away from a Tourette's reaction, you know that? Look at you. Just one? <laughs> yeah, so that's what we were talking about? What? Are you done? Are you done? So, so what, do you know what you're going to order there? Or are you going to be checking the menu while the movie's burger, on? Probably a burger and fries. Wait, I so like as you're watching the movie? What does Dr. Strange say? No, when we go in, when we go in, when we go in, you order at the thing, and then they bring it. How much is this ticket, if I may ask? Five dollars. The ticket is five dollars. No. Bullshit. Twenty-three. Twenty-three, and then there's dinner. Five. Yeah. Why did you say five dollars? Because you're disingenuous.com, everyone. Hmm. Professional bullshitters. What do you care how much it is? I'm curious because I'm curious because it's a place you that you or, like that in New York. Yeah, you? but I don't go to the motherfucker. Why not? Because <laughs> it's too damn expensive, and I don't want to eat that shit there anyway. Why? Why do you want to eat? What? I, I hate people that eat in a fucking movie theater. I've Just been hanging out with you since the fucking '80s. We've been to every shitty corner diner. Are we watching a movie when we're at the corner fucking diner? No, but you eat all sorts of shit. You eat juju beans. But I don't want to go and have dinner and watch the movie over there. If I want to do that, I'll do it at home. Why would I want to do it in a movie theater? You can't watch it at home. They're not releasing same day. So you got to go eat too? You got to fucking like, what are you, a fucking cow? They have to feed you? What are you, a veal? They're going to put you in a box so they can massage you while you want... What the fuck? It's not a comfortable booth, dude. What do you... What do you... What do you also have a fucking like bucket so you can shit in it while you're... If I had a piss boy, it'd be great. Piss boy! Dude, why can't you just go to a movie? Toilet seat, Vlad. Look, a recliner. I, I would be happy if you got a recliner. It's going to be crowded. I don't want to sit with other people. So you're going to be eating with other people in a no, booth? No, but they're in a booth. You're in a booth. Strange. What are you, in a fucking like, enclosed area? Yeah, it's like this. It's a bubble? What do you mean? It's, is it a bubble? Is it a door on it? It's a picture for your ass. So here's the thing. I don't understand what this is. Look, sound, now I don't know what the fuck you're at. Is it like a two-person seat? Yeah. And you're just watching the movie it's personally? Movie. Like it's four people in it. 
Yeah, it's still in the big. So it's like a box. It's a box. Like, it's like it's a like a booth. Box. It's like a dining. I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture. Do you have plexiglass around yourself? What are you, the fucking pope? I might as well be. I'm the pope <laughs> of this fucking podcast. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Let's let's. The fact that you're actually freaking out about this to buy the ticket, and not only that, you end up freaking that you end up going like fucking first class, like to Dubai Air, and you got one of these fucking like first class dude. It's just one of those theaters, Paradise Twenty Four, baby. Oh, so it's a happy ending place. It's a massage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I'm here for the. I'm here for the multiverse of madness. Take some pictures. Take some pictures. Take some pictures. He's gonna, <laughs> He's gonna take pictures. It's gonna like it's gonna bounce off the glass. People are gonna get pissed because it's all of a sudden like the lights flashing off the what thing. He's gonna be doing that during the movie. He's gonna be <laughs> in the movie. Not during the movie. On. And then he's gonna get thrown out. It's gonna live stream. Yeah, and but I'm, I'm super excited about the movie. I'm... Are you? I, I don't think you are. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I, don't I can't wait so. to talk about it. Are you all seeing it Thursday? No, I'm seeing it Saturday. Keith, Saturday. when are you see- Saturday? Yeah. So I can't talk to you guys about it? Nope. You guys well, I'm seeing it Thursday. taking a fucking page from George's pain in the ass book. You're, you're, you're talking well, not George all of us. Not all of us. I, I got plans on Thursday. I can't. Friday, I'm working. And then I'm going to go. If I can't see it, I have to work Friday night. I'll go see it after work Friday night. But chances are I'm going to see it in a matinee a Saturday morning. That's what I'm going to do 11 o'clock. I'm going to do a 10 o'clock show Saturday morning. I'm taking my daughter. So that's what I'm going to do. Nice. Well, yeah, not all of us are going to fucking go like to the fucking the Grand Prospect Hall. We're not going to the Grand Prospect Hall where they make your dreams come true. So while you watch a movie and they serve you like fucking year old lamb chops. I don't what? But we can't talk about it for three days. So what? So we can't talk about it. Go do something. I'll ignore you for 48 hours. It's not what I talk about. I talk to you guys every fucking night. So I'm not going to talk to you about this. So what are we, conspicuously going to ignore <laughs> fucking uh, multiverse of madness? Yes. Yes. Like to talk about. Dude, how many, I, I've been sitting here having personal conversations with you on the side about it so that George and Keith are not spoiled, right? Look at you. You're getting upset about it. So this is, you're you going to go in. understand you guys. What don't you understand? I want to enjoy it. I don't want to hear every, if there's something that I missed, I, I don't want to know about it. There's nothing to miss. It's a movie. Then don't go see it. I'm going to see it. Go see it on Saturday, then, so you can talk about it on Saturday. The, the whole goal is to see it. I'm, I want to. If I could see it, we're gonna have the podcast on Saturday. That was the plan. We discussed this. We're having it on Saturday, so we can talk about the podcast. We can talk about it during the podcast, so all of us have seen it. Yeah, I got to. You can go jump and play Crucible for 48 hours. You'll be fine. You know me. I don't. What? Did you miss something? All of a sudden. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to switch over to our last topic, which is unfortunately a little bit of a sobering topic, which, again, I'm going to give it over to the, to my comic book buddies to talk about, which is the late, great Neil Adams, who passed away a Stuart few days George. ago. Go ahead, Keith. You haven't said any much of the whole thing. Well, I mean, uh, it's sad, of course. Uh, 80 years old, he seems a little young. You know, he had a lot of a great body of work. I mean, he wasn't one of my personal favorites, but I did respect what he did, the tremendous work he did for the uh, for the community, for the artists. Uh, fantastic stuff. Um, 
so yeah, it's a the, the comic world lost a big one. It's it's a shame. Yeah, he definitely was one of my favorite artists growing up. You know, it was Jack Kirby um, had Neil Adams and Ross Andrew like huge influences when I was growing up. So you know, like that run with the X Men, his Batman work. You know, and again, what he did for creators' rights, you know, fighting for Jack Kirby to get his original pages back and, you know, things that some comic book artists take for granted now, he kind of fought for, mm-hmm. you know, and he brought a lot of, you know, amazing Filipino artists over and made sure that they weren't shortchanged in pay rates and stuff like that. So, you know, you have what he did for, you know, his comic work and then what he did outside of it, you know, huge influence throughout very much so anything to add Artie? no i think you said it all again 80 is too young he had a prolific career uh inspired a lot of other artists from my generation you know he's really from the really generation i think before us Mm -hmm. really but he really inspired and kicked off uh, a lot of the creators that you know keith myself and george followed and George really loved him quite a bit. Um, he brought a dynamism to the comic page that didn't exist before he did it. I mean, talk about these kind of super like perspective drawings, uh, these incredible panels. Uh, you know, he really brought a modernity to it, you know, coming out of the 60s into the early 70s, you know, that was a paradigm shift and how people drew comics. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the books he was on became vitally important for various reasons for that period, right? He he reimagined the X-Men. He did incredible work at DC between Batman and Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. He had his continuity continuity comics. He did the Muhammad Ali for Superman. I mean, you could just go on and on the influence that um, he had on the industry. When did he retire? I mean, he was still drawing. I, I think he he was doing a, a Batman Odyssey that he was working on with DC. He did a few issues here and there, and you know, the last Comic Con we did, he was a you know he was a fixture there. Remember, like his booth yep. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people yeah, come in and see him. Drawing up until he got sick, and then you know he would do like a weekly thing on Facebook Live where he was doing sketches and stuff. And but regular comic work, like regular runs and stuff like that. How long has it been? Oh, quite a bit, but he's been, a, he's still been in the industry. He was know, a big advertiser. Big, he, was, like he was big in advertising too. Yeah. That, was a, that as well. I, it, it's like that you bring that up is there's a lot of artists now that were and creators, you know, writers from the early seventies now who are really of that age that they don't do comics. A new generation of, of comics fan and creator may not even know who these people are anymore. Right. We're coming, we're basically maybe five or six years away from people not knowing, I hate to say it, Simonson, uh, uh, John Byrne, uh, you know, people from- George Perez. Frank Miller, you know, not understanding those people's influence during the the late 70s, early 80s, right? out of the Bronze Age, now coming out of the Bronze Age. Now you're dealing with people who don't even know who are that modern era of comics to us. 
who those people are. Oh, like are. the classic rock artist considered now to be mm-hmm. like Jim Lee and Liefeld type of, is that what we're lo- going yeah, towards? Yeah, that's what we're looking at. People mm-hmm. that started, they're basically born in that generation. McFarlane, so, yeah, that, that type of thing, so right? The shift yeah. comes from, you know, not storytelling, but, you know. Dynamic art, exciting, yeah. exciting splash page art. But I do think there was, a, you know, there's, that's a little bit, that's maybe so the, the image guys, and again, I know we're not talking about Neil Adams anymore. Just kind of put a, some some inf- more information there. It can't be overstated his influence during that period, mm-hmm. and then on every artist afterwards. Right. And I understand why all these greats, like legends now, are having such great things to say about him, and they always would have. I mean, it's just that he was as important to them, and vis-a-vis our favorites through him, a generation removed. They loved him. They're the reason they draw comics. Mm-hmm. It was the influence, yeah. You know? It's, yeah, I mean, you hear the stories about, like, you know, his portfolio reviews and how he was critical. <laughs> it was brutal. It was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but the thing was, if you took what he said and came back yeah. and you showed improvement, he would call somebody at DC or Marvel to try and get you a job. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the criticism was kind of constructive in a sense. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and you can imagine how many artists he touched through that, and you know where they grew from. You know what he told them and the feedback he, they got. You, yeah, the you kids, the people that. that came back from his critiques, if they actually came back stronger, that was because he he was as hard if as they he weren't was. Broken. <laughs> well, and no, and the thing about it is, the people that he broke probably should not have been in the business anyway. I I agree. Um, I'll say one other thing about him. I'm sorry to kind of now go on. Now I know I was said I wasn't going to say much, but George is right. What he did for creators also can't be understated or overstated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the balls he had to come out in front of stuff like that mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. I know everybody's doing self-publishing, and there's a lot more areas for people to create and own their own stuff, and. You know, the image creators created new venues, you know, paradigm, their own paradigm um, for ownership of their IPs. But for artists doing the job every day, he fucking put his his reputation, his career mm-hmm. on the line with these companies uh, to advocate for the artist. And I really wish it's something that I struggle with in terms of my criticism when I criticize about comics a lot and you guys see what I post and I run my mouth like crazy, but it really is. We got to stand up and fight really? artists to get better pay. If they're working for the big two or big company where they're doing work for hire, have some sort of ownership stake in the characters. We all understand, Oh, you got hired for that rate. We understand that paradigm too, but it's really yeah, you can't thank him enough. I mean, just for that alone, you just gotta fucking just take your hat off to him. Imagine if he saw that um, JLA, the Death of JLA book. Shut up, George. We're not, we're not going down that road. Hey, I want to, I want to try to keep. And I'm the enabler, huh? Enabling. I'm just going off on a different topic yeah. real quick. I did a review. It's on our Facebook. Please, God, no. Please don't go down this. We, I'm trying to keep this no, up. I'm not going to talk about it, but I, I did a review on our Facebook page of the new... Um, I'm just not. What I'm just saying is, like, you can imagine, like, how critical, you know, like, how he appreciated good art in terms of oh, yeah. the, looking at something like that. You can imagine what his criticism would have been. So, just all I would say. Yeah, so he'll be missed. I mean, 
But I think we're, we're at that place in time, guys, where the people we loved as kids, who we're nostalgic for, the reason we, we collect or we draw, or we love comics or we love these characters, they're of an age now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's not just that. It's a lot of other things as well. You know, it's I'm not, not to switch subjects, but music is the same. Where you just yep. see like, there's discussions about like like the huge rock bands that are out there right now. Who's the next big stadium filling rock band? Who's it going to be after you know the current flock of 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 people retire? And it's it's sad because there really are no more superstars for that. I mean, and I'm not talking about I'm talking about rock. I'm not I'm not talking about all other genres of music. Um, <laughs> yeah. Alberto. But, but I think, you know, and it's part of, it's part of, it's part of our generation that this is what happens, you know, and it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. It's, it's part of life. Oh, big CinemaCon news just dropped. What, what just dropped? Sony's going to be doing a Stiltman movie. Who is? Sony's doing Stiltman. <laughs> Stiltman, the owl, hypno-hustler. Hi, hi, the oh, we do have one last CinemaCon news that came out. Which was that John Watt is no longer doing uh, 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 FF. But that's not anything nefarious. Apparently, he is going to do... He, they, They're expecting him to be back for Spider-Man 4 whenever that comes out. Okay. I'd rather he work on Spider-Man than Fantastic Yeah, let Fantastic Four be given to somebody else. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's fine. Agreed. All right, so guys, my word of advice, I think we talked about this earlier, stay off the internet. Stay off to... the internet for anything to do with Doctor Strange. Please. Next week will be our... Related, honestly, because that's where I saw something I shouldn't have seen. Stay off Twitter, stay off... Of... George? Did you actually see this clip? Or did, did you just see a shot? A screenshot. Okay, that's enough, because that's a screenshot that's going around. Yeah, so it was just like, you know, I'm reading something about Moon Knight, and I'm scrolling, and then there's that picture, and I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah. Vlad sent me a great link to a whole freaking Reddit discussion about it. That I love, you know, I, I can't stand Reddit, but it's fun to read those things sometimes. Why can't you stand Reddit? Too many Everybody's words. Everybody's so smart, you know. They're very deep into it. They got a subreddit for every fucking thing, and they never shut up. Oh, that's that's wow. That sounds that sounds that's, Reddit sounds a little bit like somebody's Facebook feed. Yeah, projecting. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, I would say that to our viewer, um, please stay off the internet if you don't want to get spoiled. <laughs> but if you do want to get spoiled, find me on Facebook and we can chat about it because these assholes don't want to talk about it till Saturday. Hey, Artie, did you uh, did you start your OnlyFans site? I need to start one. I think that's the only way I can make some money. Are you going to be doing your garage grind videos on there? We'll call it Garage Grinder. It's a Garage Grinder and a frap. <laughs> that's what we should call. It. You haven't putting up, you haven't been putting up your frap pictures. No, that's because you guys don't interact with them a lot. I mean, I it's thought I was being every day. Yeah, just like you do movie. realize that every time you post something, there's so it takes so much power out of me to just sit there. And George knows this because I'm sending him personal stuff, and I'm like, I can deflate you in a second. I don't want to because you know, I, you know, you don't like you, the fact that I bring joy. And inspiration to people's lives, and you just want you and you and the Neanderthal back down there, the flamethrower. All you want to do is speak negatively and harsh on him. I. This sucks. Yeah, you can't get it. I think we got to figure out something with the background. Maybe we don't. 
Maybe we. Well, we can we can mix it up. We should probably do house tours. That would be interesting. Don't so be hard on yourself, Artie. Joining us on tonight's podcast. Don't be back. don't don't be hard on yourself, Artie. I just gotta set up my book. You know, it's it's so yeah. It don't 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 be so hard on yourself. I mean, you know, it's Facebook is there for you to kind of unleash all your inner turmoil and and feelings. You know, I love it when people are like, "Yes, it's so great. Thank you." It is great, Vlad. You have to realize that it's very stressful out there. All right, it's very hard out there. Maybe you don't understand it, being you know an, an elite New Yorker. Uh, you know, whoever you are, the rest of us. Are we enjoying our iPhones? I don't have an iPhone. Because I expect more disruptions and inflation for the foreseeable future. Enjoy your iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There he goes. <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> oh, no. Glad <laughs> is not even looking. <laughs> no, because there's just, there's, there's, you don't realize that the stuff you put out there, you can't run for political office. <laughs> you can never run. I for think that I say. I think on, a, on like a platform of just uh, of disingenuousness. Disingenuousness.com, professional bullshitters. <laughs> That's you. Perfect political. Don't give up. Keep smiling. Keep up the positivity. Don't stop loving. Don't stop oh, loving. Stop. Not for one second. Can I ask you a question? So this is like a really serious question. Cool. To, to you. you. Are you going to think about those words when you're trying to get your QR code scanned at the movie theater? Struggle <laughs> <laughs> that I have, guys. Uh, Mister, uh, sorry, sir, but you, the date on this is you actually got tickets for you got tickets for Sing Two. <laughs> at 3.30. Don't stop believing. <laughs> That's what you're going to be doing, right? Wait, I mean, this is the person that got the date, the time wrong for his flight back to uh, Florida, right? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah, a couple of years back, we were at a con. We all met down in North Carolina, and uh, our, oh, our esteemed colleague here, we all went to we uh, George dropped us off. George dropped us off at the airport. Keith and I had I think a nine and a nine thirty flight a.m. And Artie was supposed to have a ten. No, it was later than that. It was like a twelve or a one, and then With but the pancakes. Right. He, at, called us. he called us. He goes, "It's a ten p.m. flight." <laughs> and it wasn't that it was delayed. <laughs> All right, I was close. At least it was the same day. It was in the same airport. It was in the same country. It was, <laughs> <laughs> and then we were getting texts from him after we were like, this airport is horrible. I'm walking around. <laughs> He's like, no He's... place to eat. There was no place to eat because there was what you couldn't get lobster tail. What? There was like so many places. I'm not. I am not. Vlad, you're the elitist New Yorker. I am not the elitist New Yorker. I'm not putting up pictures of like like seven pounds of seven pounds of takeout and like lobster tails and pasta and stuff like that. Like something that just got vomited out. I'm not doing that. All right. Uh, I'm not. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you everybody. Like wait, and subscribe. Wait. Come on, everybody. Let's do it for the for the fans. No, we're not going to do it for the fans. No. I'm okay. <laughs> no, you can do it. You can do it all you want, but it's not going to happen. It's not. I love um, whoever you are. Watching <laughs> Who do you love? Who do you love? Whoever's watching this episode right now, uh, thank you. 
very much for sticking with us um, and listening to. This. Can I ask you a question? Why are you why are you why are you going like this? Because I'm looking directly at that person. You're That's looking at directly at that. What is the person three foot two? <laughs> hey puck. Hey puck. Let me take a speak to him on eye level. <laughs> I want to see you eye to eye. Here we go. Oh wow! I'm looking at your kneecaps. <laughs> Perfect for his OnlyFans page. <laughs> you should start it. Okay, okay stop touching yourself, please. My R and B face. That's your R and B face. Doing it just for you. Okay, look at him. Look at him. There you go. Well, that's his love making face. Oh, that's one. what's gonna be happening in the sex booth while he sees Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm gonna be eating this. I'm gonna get so excited. Yelling at my wife. This is gonna be terrible though. Look, stop making fun, because he's gonna get to like like the first twenty minutes, have a moment in his pants, and then he's gonna have the aneurysm, and he won't see the rest of the movie. So what do you think of Doctor Strange? I'm in the hospital. I'm in the hospital. Live stream this picture in the hospital. I'm in the hospital. You know what? You know when we meet you, when we when we talk to you on Saturday, all we're going to be saying is, "Okay, so what did you eat?" We're not going to ask you about the movie. Like, <laughs> what did you have? Did you have dessert too? Did you order your Did you order your shake? Yeah, but I didn't, it's not the best food. Of course not. Well, really, but, that's a surprise. No, but to me, it's more about the <laughs> not being next to people. Mm. Yeah. No. You have more room and space. Don't, 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 don't. Well, it's like going to drive-thru. Not drive-thru, no, drive-in. I never go to a drive-thru. I don't know. No, drive-in. Drive you never been to a drive-in? No, I would <laughs> Can I take your order, please? Put the tray on your car. Huh? This is going to be like, Imagine if they do that during the movie. It's like, well, Dr. Strange, the Illuminati. Hi there. What would you like to order? <laughs> Oh my god! But the most important thing he said—it's like Doctor Doctor Str Strange, the Illuminati will see you now. Mister Iliopoulos, here is your your Sunday. He's gonna be like the artist, and he's sitting there watching the movie. Oh my god! You didn't see them being expecting, and then the guy's gonna walk in front with the plate. Fuck <laughs> Have you been? To, when was the last time you went to that movie theater? Not in a long time, like maybe three years. How do you know the food's still good? I don't, I know the food's not going to be good. It's like diner like, food, right? Like diner food. Diarrhea. It's like, it's like going to a it's like going to a a Fridays or something. Mm -hmm. They have higher end stuff. They have a little restaurant before you go in, but I, we've eaten there before. It's gone downhill in the last several years. Mm -hmm used to be much better. Basically not going to spend time with the common folk when you go see the movie, right? Here we go. I don't have to. You don't have to. Like, you know, your social justice warrior here who's doing everything about the people and about making sure that the corporations give to the people. And what are you going to go do? You're going to go shut yourself up in a pulp mobile to go see this movie? No, hey, I'm a flawed, I'm a flawed You're person. Fucking... I try my best. Disingenuous.com? <laughs> okay. Oh my god, this movie's amazing. <laughs> Doctor Strange, the Illuminati Not will see you now. Oh my stomach! <laughs> <laughs> right, we got we done now.
<laughs> yes, we are. Everybody, like and subscribe. We love you. We'll see you soon. Next week, we promise you we'll let you know what RD8. He'll give us a breakdown of everything as well as Doctor okay, Strange. Do you want me to send pictures? Sure. While the movie's going on, just piss off everybody in the movie theater. He's going to have his flash on. He's going to take a selfie with... This is incredible. He's going to be Facebooking while it's happening. He's like, the movie's great. The food is great. I'm in heaven. Mr. Eliopoulos, can you please leave? Facebooking. I'll probably be going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What are you, four? Yeah. I can't stand this. <laughs> I can't take it. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. That's my favorite. Holy smokes. That's what he says to everybody else except us. Disingenuousness.com. Professional bullshitters. That's oh my bananas. god, Hugh Jackman. Goodness gracious, Hugh Jackman's in Doctor Strange. <laughs> Heavens to Megatroid. <laughs> all right everybody we love you we'll see you next week much to talk about strange moon Knight finale so many and, and, and Artie's itinerary for the whole thing we're going to ask you from the minute you wake up what it was like to get to that movie theater and your experiences nothing but love baby take care everybody Podcast.